Do you ever feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster? Like the circumstances of your life make it almost impossible to live in a state of consistent peace? Jesus warned us in John 16, 33, that his followers could expect to have trouble in this life. But the good news is that he left us his peace, not peace like the world gives, but peace that surpasses our ability to understand where it even came from. You can have that kind of peace. And in the newest prayer journal from Million Praying Moms, you'll learn how. Everyday Prayers for Peace is available to order now anywhere books are sold. Visit today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com to download the first day's devotion and prayer absolutely free. I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend. Prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey, all are welcome here. Let's get started. Happy Monday, friends. This is Brooke McLaughlin, your host, and today I'm going to share a prayer for when you need peace based on Romans 1-7, which says, To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today's prayer and devotion are excerpted from my newest devotional prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Peace. You can pick up a copy wherever books are sold. In my last year of school at Virginia Tech, a secular college, I took a New Testament class from a professor of theology I'm not even entirely sure was a believer. She never said she was. She didn't deny it either. And I found that odd at the time because the taking of this class coincided with a defining time in my own personal life. It was the first time I'd ever read the entire New Testament from start to finish. Now, let's be clear, I'd done it because I had to, as it was a requirement to finish the class. But during that time, the words of the New Testament had also come alive for me in a new way. I had given my heart to Jesus at just nine years old, but at 21, I began walking with him very closely. And it was due in part to how God used that class to make his word real to me like never before. God proved the validity of Hebrews 4.12 as he made the word living and active in me. That professor could have unknowingly been a part of that process and possibly not even have been changed by it herself. And that's a mystery to me. I wish I'd told her. This change in my heart is what I remember most from this class because it changed the course of my entire life. Instead of going on to graduate school in a secular program, I began looking at post-grad seminaries and eventually landed on Liberty University's Masters of Professional Counseling program. I wanted to help people, but I wanted to do it with the wisdom of God. It seemed like the perfect fit, and that's what made the biggest impression on me from her class. 
But the two other memories I have from it were her uncompromising insistence that we spell the names of the books of the New Testament correctly and what she taught us about Romans 1-7. According to my best count, 17 of the 27 New Testament books of the Bible offer some version of this same salutation from various authors, but most of which were Paul. The salutation is grace and peace to you. Most of them reading more like Romans 1-7, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The interesting exception is 2 John, which says, grace, mercy, and peace will be with us, not you, from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son. But even so, the theme of grace and peace is still there. In today's world, most people barely even say, hey, when sending an email or a quick text. Most of the time, we just jump into our short communications without worry for appropriate social or cultural greetings. And don't even get me started on how my children intentionally use incorrect grammar and punctuation, choosing not to capitalize letters ever. It drives me batty. But in Paul's time, proper greetings were essential. And the most common greeting was simply greetings. Paul, however, took things a bit further and in an incredibly significant way, managed to convey most of the entire Christian theology in a simple opening blessing. With the word grace, Paul said, remember that your salvation is not about you. You didn't earn it. It was given as a gift of great price. With the word peace, Paul said, remember that you've been reconciled to God because of Jesus, which came as a gift of great price. Combined in one greeting, in this specific order, these two words remind the reader that peace flows from grace. We receive well-being and wholeness after having received grace from God. In other words, peace comes from the fact that God gave us a gift we didn't deserve. It's the gift, Jesus, that brings the peace. Grace and peace to you today, friend. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving me peace through the grace purchased for me at great price through your son, Jesus Christ. Help me to value it appropriately and extend it to others so that they might know you better. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's prayer was excerpted from my brand new prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Peace, available now anywhere books are sold. You can also download the forward, intro, and the first day's devotion when you visit the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. You can connect with other praying women by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms or at the Million Praying Moms website where you'll find tools to guide you as a praying mom. And don't forget to download your free copy of my resource, How to Pray God's Word for Your Children. This quick read will have you praying God's Word for your family within the next couple of hours. Seriously, find all the links you need at millionprayingmoms.com. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. 
If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.